Welcome to the podcast and the Church of Sin. My name is Dr. Monique Smith-Gatson, also known as Dr. Mo, a Christian licensed professional counselor specializing in marriage and family therapy. I'm your host for this weekly podcast where we discuss church and culture from a Christian counseling perspective. All of our insights are rooted biblically to foster emotional, mental, and spiritual health for individuals and churches. We aim to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Quite simply, we help the church help the people. Although I am a licensed clinician, this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy. We strongly encourage you to seek out your own personal relationship with a professional therapist. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad you are here to join us for the conversation today. I have entitled our conversation, Palms and People, How Quickly Things Change. I would like to just take a moment to thank everyone for listening to this podcast. So for those of you who have subscribed and shared and rated, I'm so appreciative of your um, support and your encouragement. I do ask that if you will, please continue to write a review and rate us as that helps other listeners to find our podcast more readily. I hope that this um, work is continuing to be a blessing to you. And more importantly, as always, I just pray that it is pleasing to God. So I found myself in the grocery store a few days ago as we were preparing for this state-mandated sheltering in place due to the COVID-19 pandemic that is going around the world. As I stood in line observing the physical distance, (coughs) excuse me, that is recommended between people, a gentleman who was standing behind me said to me, who would have thought just a few weeks ago we would be here? I said, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And almost at the same time, we both said how quickly things change. And this is so true. Things can change so quickly. For the sake of our conversation on today, we will talk about how quickly people will change up on you, how quickly relationships you have with some can change just at the blink of an eye, just like this whole coronavirus, um, COVID-19. Yeah, we saw some things coming. There were some things that we could have done to prepare for it. But in some ways, in some capacities, there was this total blindside as to the intensity of the actual pandemic. Nevertheless, today our focus is on relationships. We're talking about how quickly people can change up on you. You know, those who have um, waved at you and they sing your praises in private and before a certain crowd, but they refuse to show up for you in public or before a larger crowd. That person who would once upon a time speak to you, 
but all of a sudden won't say anything to you. If anything, they act as though you do not even exist. That guy that you were interested in and you engaged some level of conversation with this person and all of a sudden he has gone ghost on you. That girl that gave you some impression that you could make her happy suddenly acts as though you can do nothing to make her happy. Your child that once upon a time would welcome snuggles and hugs and stories and sharing now acts as if he or she cannot stand you or let alone be in the same room with you. The spouse who allowed himself or herself to let those defenses down and to love and found themselves deeply betrayed. Oh, how quickly things can change. That son whose father seemed to be really interested in him as long as he played sports, but as soon as he mentions artistic interests, He's rejected. That daughter that realizes that she can share with her mother about other folks' dilemmas, but realizes she cannot talk to this same mother about their own dilemmas. How quickly things can change. Those who were um, dating and felt that they would be together forever and gave in to sexual temptations and involved a sexual relationship as a part of this relationship realizes that either um, him or her have now left them without a word of goodbye or any explanation. That friend, that pledge of support, and to be by your side until you're in need of that support. And then there's nothing. You were invited to visit with someone one week and the next week they will not return your calls or your messages. The coworkers who you can giggle and chat with at work daily, all of a sudden act like they don't know you when something goes awry at work. What about that employer who commends you on a job well done one day and then turns around and fires you the next? Things can change quickly with people. I'm sure if this were to be a time of testimonials, every one of us can speak of some relationship that has changed quite quickly with someone. You thought things were going one way, and then you realized that they've gone another way. As we are preparing to celebrate Palm Sunday, which marks the beginning of what is known as Holy Week, this is the day where Jesus entered Jerusalem when he was riding upon the donkey. And there was a crowd where some people were spreading out their clothes on the road and others were cutting branches from the trees and spreading them on the road. And there were crowds that went ahead of him shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. 
Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. There were people who were waving the palms and proclaiming that this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. We know that there are a series of events that did take place during the course of that Holy Week. For the sake of our conversation, we're going to fast forward through some of those events. And we're going to just take a moment and think about when Jesus was at the Passover with his disciples. And this would have just been a few days later. Jesus there informs the disciples that someone will betray him. He tells one of his closest disciples, Peter, one of the three that he asked to come to the garden with him. He says, Peter, you're going to deny me. Jesus finds himself in the Garden of Gethsemane, asking Peter and James and John to pray because he was becoming troubled and sorrowful. These men who were invited to an intimate space with Jesus as he faced what had to be undoubtedly the hardest thing he had to do, fell asleep. In Matthew 26, 55, Jesus is, is reported as having said, have you come out with swords and clubs as if I were a criminal to capture me? Every day I used to sit teaching in the temple and you didn't arrest me? Things change quickly with people. Jesus had then found himself before the Sanhedrin. They were looking to falsely accuse him, and they decided that Jesus deserved to die. He then finds himself before Pilate, and there was a crowd that was waiting on a prisoner to be released. Pilate thought that surely this crowd is going to want Barnabas, who was a notorious prisoner during that day. Because, um, Pilate realized that he couldn't find anything wrong that Jesus had done. But this is the crowd that once upon a time crowd out Hosanna. And now they're shouting, crucify him, referring to Jesus. Pilate could not find anything wrong that Jesus had done. However, when he realized that a riot was about to ensue, Pilate washed his hands and turned Jesus over to the crowd, and he said, his blood is upon you. How quickly things can change with people. When we evaluate at how Jesus responded in these situations, it can give us some direction and guidance on what it is we can do when things change quickly with people. We can see in Matthew 26, 20, that he talked about being betrayed. Sometimes you can know who, and sometimes you can know what. You can make an attempt to talk about it with that group or with that person. Now, Jesus knew that Judas would betray him, but he also knew that the disciples would desert him. All of them were asking when Jesus said, one of you among me will betray me, is it I? 
am I the one? They recognized that there could be a potential. But sure enough, they did. When you have the opportunity to speak to a group of person and you can confront directly as he did when the crowd came to arrest him, he said to them, all of those times I've been teaching with you in the temple, we've been sitting together. You didn't arrest me then, but now you are. Not one thought about what it is that he said to them even after he confronted them directly. You can say things over so much that you know that the person or the people have hardened their hearts and will not receive from you. Those are the times that you can do as Jesus and just choose to say nothing. Because like, really, what more is there to say? So as we think about the entry of Jesus into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday and the applause that he received one day and just a few days later, how quickly things had changed with the people in his personal and his public life. If you are currently dealing with a recent hurt or betrayal or some rejection of someone that happened so quickly that you didn't see it coming, or if that experience happened maybe in the distant past, but you're still dealing with the ramifications of that experience today, as many people are. Fathers walked out and mothers stopped nurturing and friends stopped being friends and spouses no longer made you feel secure and children have broken parents' hearts and parents have broken children's hearts and co-workers have denied you and bosses have falsely accused you. So if you're still struggling today, first and foremost, know that Jesus knows the same pain. He knows your dilemma. Secondly, pray to God for wisdom on how to heal. It may be that you can do it alone or with a trusted friend or with a professional counselor. Because understand that for you to be a good and a healthy disciple and parent and child and friend and employee and spouse and whatever else you may be to others, you must come to terms with those lived experiences and how they have shaped you. You have to come to terms with the meaning that those experiences hold for you and how you might unknowingly attach that meaning to current situations and relationships. Resolve to nail those on the cross during this holiest of weeks. Understand that it might take a simple nailing, and for others, it might take it some time to hang for that saving and redemptive work to come to fruition. Sometimes it just takes a little bit longer. Sometimes it's having to dig through repeated rejections and <clears throat> repeated 
abandonment, <clears throat> repeated times of being made to feel belittled or demeaned. So in some cases, it may take a little bit longer than others. Seek out wise counsel and professional counsel where applicable. Things can happen so quickly with people. They can wave the palm at you and then they can attempt to swing on you with it. They can act as if they've never waved the palm at you or they can try to take the palm together, take the palm away altogether. Things can change so quickly. Envision what your resurrection can look like. When you think about the finished work of Jesus on the cross, everything that he took upon himself while he hung on the cross for us, Envision what that resurrection means in your life. Now, yeah, there is some work that you have to do as well. But if you allow yourself to partake in the fellowship of the suffering that Jesus has already done, and if when you experience the power of the resurrection as he had overcome, how might that look in your life? Things can change quickly with people. Jesus knows. He knows. But during this time, as we are entering into the Holy Week, resolve to think about the work that Jesus has already done on your behalf. Healing is already there for you to claim. You may have to do the work. If someone, if a doctor comes to you and say, I hold the pill right here. All you have to do is take this or drink this potion and your healing is there. You're not going to just sit there and look at them and just go, hmm, let me think about it. Your healing is there, but you have to do your part. And you have to be willing to confront how your lived experiences have impacted you. Take what is necessary as far as the steps are concerned to resolve those adverse effects that those experiences have had on you. Do the work if you are working alongside a professional counselor and know that healing is yours. You can overcome those effects, those ramifications, those hurt feelings, those wondering will you ever be able to trust again or love again. Will your heart be ever healed again from where it has been so broken? Know that God can heal those things through the finished work of Jesus. But you have to be willing to take that first step.
okay? Jesus has given us some great examples of how to handle some situations. I'm giving you some suggestions on praying to God for wisdom, understanding that to resolve these things, it might take professional counsel, and know that Jesus knows your dilemma. So after you have heard my call, what will be your response? And the church said. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, let anyone who has ears to hear, listen to what the Spirit says to the churches.